0: and finding new ones along the way. Welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, a podcast helping women in their me-now years create habits, routines, and rituals to live fit, fearless, and fabulous. And if anything can challenge your fit, fearless, and fabulous habits and routines, travel sure can. It's actually a perfect reset opportunity, fitting nicely into our January theme of rest, and reset. So I'm going to share a little bit of my travel experience right now as it relates to habits and routines. Now, before I dive into this week's episode though, I would like to highlight last week's episode where I suggested that you try writing a letter to your future self, not for your future self 10 years down the line, but for your future self from the beginning of the day until the end of the day. It checks off so many boxes planning, goal setting, visualization, cultivating optimism, putting your energy out in the universe for a great day, and ultimately feeling better at the end of your day and being able to let go into a good night's sleep. The reason I'm speaking to it for this week's episode is that I wrote myself a future me letter last week to arrive a few days ago, actually the night before I left on this holiday, which was Monday night this week. It read, Hey Lori, (laughs) here you are on Monday, January the 15th, 2024, at 8 p.m. preparing for a good night's sleep. You are the most organized you have ever been before a trip, and I'm so proud of you. Staying clear, not getting flustered, and just doing what needed to be done. Have a wonderful trip, beautiful, and amazing sleep. And I can't wait to enjoy our trip together. (laughs) A little trippy, I might say. (laughs) But as I mentioned last week, this type of stuff gives me goosebumps. So whether you're traveling for a weekend or a month, the same stuff needs to get done. House stuff, family stuff, medical stuff, dog stuff, maybe business stuff on top of the packing. Traditionally, the most stressful time is that last week, for me anyways, before I travel. So pumping the vitamins in, constantly washing my hands, still trying to get enough sleep because I don't wanna get sick. I don't wanna go into the holiday having to recover for the first 48 hours from my packing and preparing frenzy been there done that and actually on a funny note my packing list is 22 years old with just a few tweaks and I know this because there is still a column on it for kids that contains how many diapers to pack my husband was looking at it and he said shouldn't you update this list and I have to say there are a few notes on it like printed onto the the chart but I get a kick out of it each time I pull it out so at this point no I'm not changing it and as I say if it's not broken right don't fix it something like that I always get these things mixed up but along those lines so even in the packing mode I am resetting and decluttering this is what I was going through this week but I'm careful with that I have a donation bag on the ready beside my suitcase as I pack, and it's a quick decision as to whether I should donate that item. If I didn't wear it last summer or on the last trip, I'm making a quick decision to just go, that can be donated. Now I have to watch because sometimes I go down that rabbit hole of starting to empty whole drawers and start to declutter closets. So I just do a little bit of habit stacking on this, but again, I I don't go crazy on this because then again, I get behind on other stuff. Speaking of habit stacking and habits, it's a time that I truly notice in my life in terms of habits and routines, what I need for my health and my comfort. So as I am going through my packing list and I'm becoming more mindful of this, and I've said this before, even doing this podcast, As I say things out loud and as I go through these processes, I learn more about myself and I learn more about my health and and my comfort. So there were a few things that came to mind as I was packing and preparing. So I'm hoping you'll have fun with this as well. I realized that I very often leave my vitamins at home. I just said to someone this week, I don't take a lot of vitamins anyways, but really I, I think I kind of do. <laughs> so I actually don't take vitamins. I like I'm uber sensitive about them the week before or vigilant, making sure that I that I'm getting them all. But I really think it's a good idea and I heard this somewhere along the line with no big scientific proof that it's a good idea to give my body a break from vitamins now and again. Just all of the metabolizing and the absorbing and just how our bodies deal with vitamins. And it kind of feels like a good thing to do. It's kind of a gut thing, right? Where I'm like, Yeah, that does make sense. And I might even notice the ones that I do miss. I love my ashwagandha, for example, which is my Ayurvedic happy vitamin. But again, when you're traveling, there is the natural, there's the sunlight and all of the activity, So I don't think I'm going to miss it, but it is really, it's an interesting concept to just say, yeah, just give your body a rest and a reset from your vitamins. Okay, so that's number one. Number two. I tend to use quite an array of oils for my face and skin, and I've really been into this in the last year, especially this winter. So for me to make that decision as I'm traveling in terms of what oils do I bring, because it's for my face and my body, I decided on one small cleansing oil because I've just started to use this oil for my face, and it it gives me my oil fix and my Ayurvedic fix as well, because Ayurveda is all about oils, not just in the winter, but really nurturing and nourishing the skin all year round. So this oil cleanser in a little container because you don't need much has come with me this trip. And so far, I love it number three in terms of a comfort uh, certainly around my yoga routine and actually even my travel routine in terms of the plane so i used to pack a travel blanket for the plane and bring a yoga blanket or actually i have a yoga mat that folds up it doesn't roll up it folds up but now i pack one blanket that i can use for both So even as I was writing this podcast, I had the blanket rolled up on the plane as a support for my lumbar spine because the plane seats are, they're not designed for 5'3 women, that is for sure. So they're kind of the, the curves are in the wrong places. And so I had that blanket tucked in there. I had it wrapped around me at one point, which I love. And even as a yoga teacher, I love the reminder when I look at the blanket in the hotel room or the uh, Airbnb wherever I am, it's just a nice reminder to do my yoga. It is a traveling sacred space, so to speak. Number four. In general, our sleep and our wake schedule does not change that much, which probably makes for an easier transition both ways in terms of traveling. We're not big party animals, so bedtime is quite early, and we're usually up before um, the sunrise, which I do quite love when we're traveling, so I've actually kind of made a note about that as well now the one thing though that we do watch and this is number five is from a routine around our dinner because we do eat later because we like to stay by the water until the sun sets and dinners end up again being quite close then to sleep they're usually a little bit bigger and very often contain maybe a cocktail so sometimes I actually don't sleep as well as I do at home when I'm on holidays, but I, for let's say the, the few days, the few nights that that happens, and because I know that that's why that's going on, I just, yeah, that's fine. It's just something again in terms of habits and routines where you make those decisions. So, but it does remind me how well my evening ritual works at home. So moving into number six. So how else my eating changes, though in a good way, is that I eat more when I'm traveling, I tend to eat more fish, more seafood, even more vegetables, and I drink a lot more water. I always like to choose food that's not readily available at home or that I have a bit of a challenge preparing, such as consistent yummy fish dishes. (laughs) So I get complaints sometimes in the house, it smells the house up and blah, 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 blah. So really taking advantage. And again, I'm just becoming really noticing this and becoming mindful of this as i'm digging into my habits and routines a little bit more so i would say as well so that i don't have to let's say this is number seven so that i don't have to go into a full detox for dry february because yes it is going to be I'm um, i am going to i'm not going to attempt it we are going to do dry february and so traveling as much as we can trying not to have drinks until after four and even if traveling for a couple of weeks now we're not doing the winter stuff yet or months but having a day or two in there where it's not actually necessary to have a cocktail to have a drink and although we don't drink a lot it is again it's a habit and it's a routine and so let's say setting that, that goal of saying, okay, let's just kind of let the body again, have a rest and a reset today. Even if it's a week holiday, that actually makes a difference. So that is still a work in progress. I'm gonna let you know that as well. So that's number seven. And how I actually want to wrap this all up because I'm still noticing, still sharing, still chatting with, again, friends and family who are noticing these kind of things as well. And not just traveling, but season to season, right? Things that change and where we can take advantage of the, these natural times to reset. So noticing really that this opportunity as well to look at the balance of fit, fearless, and fabulous when we travel is quite amazing. I was looking at my step counter and almost at 5,000 steps just in that traveling. In the airports now, holy man, like walking so much further and having good walk no question on that. I used to go, oh, I'm just gonna use these nice light little shoes that are easy to, you know, off and on and all. No, no. That I'm walking shoes full out now and having looked down at my step counter and realized that I was almost at those five thousand steps. Uh, made me appreciate again my my running shoes, and even throughout the holidays, uh, even if it 's a week, we are walking to meals and walking back and just walking more in general and and swimming and kayaking and and so having more opportunities to be able to add that fit component where you 're not actually thinking that I have to do this. It's just integrated into our days more. From a fearless aspect, oh my gosh, whether it's uh, bungee jumping or zip lining or uh, parasailing. Now note, I have not done parasailing traveling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ever I've done zip lining not bungee jumping but for me snorkeling is actually when we go out on a boat that's a little fearless for me I'm not a diver so having my face in there and it's you it's really interesting you just learn how to pr- bring yourself outside that comfort zone a little bit so whether it's heights or whether it's water even dancing and or staying out and doing silly things all of these opportunities to be able to bring yourself outside of your comfort zone be a little more fearless even the foods that we're trying all of that adds to that fearless component. And of course, fabulous, oh my gosh, right? Whether we want to indulge in in something that I like to sometimes indulge in things that I can't get at home like I can do. We have wonderful massage therapists who do hot stone and even aromatherapy and all of that, and pedicures and manicures in our community. So when I travel, I'm like, okay, what is this salts detox and scrub, and so just things that are uh, that are a little bit different, and you go, oh, that just feels so amazing, and again, is a little bit different, and so you've got that fearless and fabulous component so it's just an opportunity to for sure still rest definitely reset definitely using our mindfulness to just notice like what lights us up where are we more engaged in our day in our life and in the moment of where we are so I would say to for myself in terms of staying healthy and, and happy and, and vibrant during vacation time, taking some of the habits and routines that I've talked about, I'm realizing what I take with me on the road, what I leave behind and what I simply tweak when I'm on the road or on vacation. And so for someone like me, who's let's say definitely passionate, maybe slightly obsessed with habits and routines, it's actually a lot of fun and it really enhances my mindfulness. So whether you are resetting or rethinking your habits or routines as you're traveling for a weekend or traveling for a week or as some of my friends are now retiring and they are they are wintering now and really playing with their habits and routines and even changing like from the weekend to the week, changing seasons. So it's always an opportunity to just notice what's working, what's not, what can you shift. And it's amazing for our body, mind, and spirit. So have fun with all of this. Again, it's just about exploring you doing you, me doing me, and celebrating. So big hugs. Soft inhale in, nice long exhale out, have a fabulous week and I'll be chatting with you again somewhere from the islands next Saturday. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.